Welcome to our latest podcast, where we look at the Judge's Lodgings, one of Lancaster's Grade 1 listed buildings. It occupies a prominent site near the top of Church Street, close to the castle and with which its history is very closely linked. The site has a long settlement history. The remains of a Roman period kiln have been found here, the site being near the eastern gate of the Roman fort. We know that two large houses, Old Hall and New Hall, once occupied roughly this site, both now demolished. The present building started its long life sometime between 1625 and 1631, when Thomas Coville, 1561 to 1639, the six times Mayor of Lancaster and Keeper of Lancaster Castle for 48 years, built himself a grand townhouse. There is evidence that, to save money, some foundations, stonework and roof and cellar timbers were reused from earlier buildings and the demolished old hall supplied the fireplace in the entrance hall. Otherwise, Coval chose the then fashionable style we see today. Built of sandstone rubble, the design has similarities with other Lancashire houses of the period, three storeys plus cellars, and seven bays with north and south wings extending to the rear. Coville's wealth can be seen in the scale of the building, the wood panelling and the elaborate entrance door with its wrought iron gates and railings and complex door case. There are records of Coville accommodating judges and their followers and servants in his house in 1635, so the spare space in his house might well be needed. Throughout the 18th and 19th centuries, the judges who presided over the Assizes trials in Lancaster were members of the Northern Circuit who came from York Assizes and would move on after Lancaster. They needed accommodation for themselves and their staff that befitted their status and offered some security while in Lancaster. The Assizes were an important part of Lancaster life for many centuries. They were the highest court in England, dealing with the most serious cases. Lancaster was the site of the Assizes for the whole of Lancashire after 1362. The long slow journey from South Lancashire to Lancaster led to several attempts to get other Assizes set up, given that the bulk of the county's population was increasingly in the rapidly expanding towns of the south. Some legal work was transferred to Preston in 1798, but it was not until 1835 that Lancaster's legal monopoly on the county assizes was fully broken when an assize was established in Liverpool. It was not just the county town's local pride that was at stake. The assizes were held two or three times a year, often in spring and autumn. In 1827, Edward Baines noted that, to deal with 92 criminal cases and 242 civil ones, 116 barristers had to come to Lancaster, doubtless along with juniors and staff. This influx of the well-remunerated for a week at a time in the late 18th century and for two or three weeks at a time in the early 19th century was a major boost for the local economy in terms of accommodation, meals and the ancillary spending. Running parallel with the legal work, a lively social season developed, albeit not on the scale of, say, Bath. There were concerts, plays, horse racing and balls at the assembly room. You could see and be seen as you promenaded along the new walk around the castle or along Ladies' Walk by the River Loon and the Mill Race. 
The whole town benefited from the county assizes being held in Lancaster. The building's architectural history after the 1630s is complex, with numerous remodellings and extensions. After the Royalists damaged much of Lancaster in 1643 during the Civil War, some repairs may have been needed to the judges' lodgings. There were extensions in 1675, perhaps to the North Wing. At some point, perhaps in the 18th century, most of the original cross windows, they were open left to right, were replaced by sash windows which open up and down. After the Coville era, the house was owned by the Brockhall, Butler and Cole families, each updating what was their townhouse in Lancaster to complement their country houses and estate houses elsewhere in Lancashire. There were extensions in the early 19th century to the South Wing. Thomas Butler Cole took over the house in 1811 and sold it to the county magistrates. The building then became the official lodgings for the visiting judges. The first floor was their main living area. It was in these early years of the 19th century that further changes were made to the house, extending the south wing and then doubling the depth of the building. Lancashire County Council took over running the building when the council was set up in 1888. This lodging function continued until 1971 when the principal Crown Court for Lancashire moved to Preston. There was a further period of restoration before the building opened to the public in 1975 as the Judges Lodging Museum, operated by Lancashire County Council. The museum closed in 2016 due to financial pressures and fully reopened in 2020, run by the county with the help of volunteers, many being members of an active friends group. The museum has three sections. One illustrates the assizes in Lancaster. The second is one of the finest public displays of Gillow furniture which was made in Lancaster. The third is a museum of childhood focusing on toys and a late Victorian classroom. Further information is available at the website of the Judges Lodgings which can be found at lancasterjudgeslodgings.org.uk we hope that you've enjoyed this latest episode of our podcast and you'll wish to listen to some of our others about the history and heritage of the Lancaster and Morecambe district. These are all based on the over 120 walks and guides to the area written by Gordon Clark and published by Lancaster Civic Vision on their webpage at www.lancastercivicsociety.uk where they can be read, downloaded and printed free of charge by clicking the tab Guides, Leaflets and Walks to the Lancaster and Morecambe District. Music